Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first amazing and wonderful Shir Chabura learning together the Sefer Tzidkas HaTzadik from Reb Tzadik of Lublin. Uh, it's a somewhat eclectically organized Sefer, um, as we will see as we start learning it. Each piece is each piece is a it, almost its own little world, even though of course. They all do connect to one another. It goes from subject to subject, so that if a person missed a week or something, they're certainly not left out um, from the previous piece. Um, it is not necessarily even the practice of those learning Tzidkasatzadik to always learn it in order. That's not always necessary. Each piece is its own world, and though, although sometimes they really do connect to one another, that's not always the case. So with that, very limited introduction to this amazing safer. We're going to jump right in. I'm even going to share the screen with you so that you can see the text. And welcome to those who are here in the Zoom room, to those who are on Facebook Live, to those who are on Instagram Live, and to those who will see this at a future date. Um, the advantage of being in the Zoom room is that if you would like to interrupt and ask a question, we'll put up with it and we'll do so. So here we are. The beginning, Chelek Rishon, Al Reish Meseches Brachos, the very beginning of the Sefer, um, talks about some of the concepts that come up in the beginning of Meseches Brachos, and, and we'll see why. Here's the first incredible paragraph. Reishis Knisas Ha'adam La'avodas Hashem Sarich Lihiyos Bechipazon. The first entrance of any person to divine service, to serving Hashem, needs to be done Bechipazon, which means in a frenzy, in a chaotically less than organized way. Chipazon means it's urgent. It's an emergency. This is what we find when it comes to the Jewish people leaving Mitzrayim. So parallel to every person's initial avodah Hashem, when you first begin serving God, it needs to be done immediately. Jump on it. Similarly, that's what happened to the Jewish people in Mitzrayim. But that's not the case. The Pesach Seder is certainly not done in a rush. Um, it's a long and drawn-out experience um, for us. And uh, we'll notice even that it's the opposite of Kippazon. The Minig Yisrael is to refer to the experience of Pesach night as the Seder. Seder is literally the opposite of, of Kippazon. So that's Mipnei. Why? The initial beginning of disconnecting oneself from all of the desires of Olam Hazer, of this world, it's a formidable thing to do. At the moment, the person who isn't yet serving Hashem is attached to those titles in Olam Hazer. A person has to passionately guard the moment in which he becomes inspired for Hashem, when the Ratzon Hashem inspires him, the Lachpos, that is Chipazon, he has to capitalize Al Oso Rega on that exact moment, Lemaher Mehem, Being attached to something in this world, it grips your soul, it grips your attention. The only way to get out of it is through moments of tremendous inspiration. And those moments of tremendous inspiration need to be capitalized upon immediately. You can't wait 10 minutes, you can't wait an hour, um, because it will be gone. Of course, the Achakach, the moment that's gone, 
shuv yelech b'mesinos v'la'at k'dim pesach dalet. So it's necessary for a person to be super inspired. When a person gets tremendously inspired and jumps on that moment with frenzy, with chaos, don't make so many cheshbonos, don't organize. You know what? When I have a few minutes, I'll sit down, I'll think this through. It's too late. It's gone. You ever have that? Yeah, you, you know, you have this inspiration to do something. You say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. What I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll learn all the laws of Shabbos from the beginning. And I'll do <laughs> And a month later, you look back and like, yeah, there was once this time I was inspired. I thought I was going to know any of the halachas of Shabbos. Chipazon um, is the beginning of every spiritual journey. And then every year after that, Seder is Seder. It says in the, uh, in the Svasemes, a very interesting thing. We know, maybe I'll even share with you my uh, notes on the screen here, my notes on the beginning of Sivka Satsadik so that you can see them. Just, just simple notes. It's not, not very complex. Okay, so, the first ha'ara that we were adding into this piece is that we call the Pesach Seder every year, Seder, which means structure. Because the beginning of the Pesach Mitzrayim was the opposite of structure. It was, grab what you can, we have to get out of here now. And for the rest of history, it's like, let's make an organized thing. There's a whole agenda, right? I mean, it's the most organized. And, okay. So he said like this. Pesach corresponds to Avraham Avinu. How do I know that? I know that from the Sefer Tour. The Tour says Pesach is connected to Avraham Avinu. Avraham's Mida, as we know from so many places, was Ahava and Chesed. It was love and kindness. He had love for Hashem. He had love for others. He demonstrated Hashem's love. He talked about Hashem's love. That was Avraham Avinu. Okay. There's a little quote here in my notes that there's a Zohar in Chelek Beis. Avraham Avraham is called Ava, maybe Ava Rabba. Depends if you want to read the parent the, the brackets or not. Avraham is a tremendous love. Right? We know Ahava Mikalkeles es Hashura. Love causes things to get out of whack and out of order. For example, the story in the Torah about Avraham Avinu is that when Avraham got up in the morning, he was seen doing something that he was never seen doing before. He got up to go to the Akedah, and he went out and started doing, it was the equivalent of him doing the laundry or something, doing the dishes. Avraham Avinu has a staff of people. He's busy learning Torah, doing mitzvahs. He doesn't run and do household chores. So why was Avraham saddling up his own donkey? Because when a person is in love, anything can happen. The order of things is thrown tremendously out of whack when there's love. A person who loves somebody, you'll see, you know, a, a dignified and great man who's suddenly laying on the floor with a little child going, ooh, boo, boo. What, what's happening? How is, how is that happening to this child? Love. Love causes that the order of things, the structure of things normally can be moved around. Now, the Svas Emes points to a Pasuk in Shir Hashirim. Shir Hashirim 2.4, Beis Dalit, Heviani al Beis Hayayim. Talking about the love between humans and God, it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought me into Beis Hayayim. Hashem brought me into the house of wine. Vidiglo alai ahava. Pasuk goes on to say, yeah, his flag was upon me with love. Different ways of interpreting that Pasuk in allegorically and literally. Pasuk talking about Hashem bestowing upon the Jewish people, enormous love, begins with the words, Heviani al He brought me into the wine, the wine house, the house of wine. 
Says the Svasemesh, Heviari el Besayayin, the Russia Kevas are a He, an Aleph, a Bez, and a He. They're Ahava. But the letters appear out of order in Heviani el Besayayin. It's not Aleph, He, Bez, He. It's He, Aleph, Bez, He. It's, it's out of order because he says, Ahava mikalkelas es Hashuva. When a person has love, intense feelings of love, of passion, of a desire to connect to Hashem. You cannot let go of those. You need to grab onto those. But you then have to unpack them and organize them in order to make structure out of them. So sometimes you can find people who are brilliant and they're sophisticated and they're organized and they don't seem so passionate. And then sometimes you find on the other side someone who's super passionate and he's completely disorganized can't keep up with his family, with his things. With, like His life is not Masuda. His Avodah Hashem is not necessarily Masuda. It should be like that at first. The moment that a person gets inspired, it should be chaos and just pure love. You have to jump on that. But then it has to be reorganized. Heviani El Beisayayin has to be reorganized into Ahava. Ahava Mikalkelis Hashuri. It can happen. That tremendous love can cause things to be out of order. Okay, that's Chipazon, that's Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, that's Pesach, which relates to Avraham, it relates to beginnings. Reishis Knisa Sa'adam La'avodas Hashem, the very beginning, said Reb Zadok, of a person entering any Avodas Hashem needs to be the Chipazon. You need to grab onto the inspiration and say, I'm doing this, I'm making this commitment, I'm going with this. And, and then afterwards, Achakach, once a person has done that, there's Bimesinus Vila'at, a person has to go with... Uh, with Messinus, you know, with uh, bit by bit, um, and uh, take his time in order to really figure out um, exactly what's supposed to happen. You know, I, I noticed something more than once, and I was able to search and find it again, that uh, Reb David Pavarsky's Atzal, he has a very, like, mainstream Rosh Hashiva and Panavish. So he actually quotes this, Reb Zadok, in the beginning, without saying who it's from. And I thought that was just an interesting thing to share with you. Um, in a, in a, you know, in a drasha that he gave, which is published here, well, I just want to show you the, the paragraph where he quotes what we just learned. Um, and then he has in parents in brackets the sefer Godol Godol Admaoid, a groise sefer. Yeah, a very very big sefer. He doesn't say what it was. Fascinating. I'm not certain why. Um, really, I'm really not certain why. Shekosuv, um, he says ki reishis knisas avodahadam lavodas Hashem. If we look back up at the title of this essay that I'm just sharing with you from Reb David Pavarsky's Atzal, Tzarech Lios Bechipazon. He's beginning, the, the, the title of it is the words of Reb Zadok here, in the beginning of the Sefer. And that is the very first, uh, the very first lesson of Os Aleph in, uh, in Sivkas Hatzadik. Okay, now we're going to go to Os Beis. We're going to learn as well Os Beis tonight, and then we're going to stop with that. So the Pasuk says, and uh, you know, I will, I'm going to actually share my notes with him as well, so that we can see some of the, some of the, uh, the details here, because I just, you know, in my notes, I just bring the Pasuk and so forth. So it says, Brochos Lerosh Sadik. The Pasuk in Mishlei. Here's the, here's the Pasuk in Mishlei. Parak Yud, Pasuk Vav. Shlomo HaMelech says, Brochos Lerosh Sadik. Blessings to the head of the tzaddik, and the mouth of the wicked will be covered 
in Hamas. Let's find out what that means. So I want to share with you, just in terms of just understanding the Pasuk that Rav Tzadik is about to bring, um, you know what, I'll read one more line from Rav Tzadik, and then we'll just interpret the Pasuk just simple. What the Malbin says, what the Gra says, what the valuable things to know, and then continue. So, Brachos Rosh Tzadik. Lekach Meseches, Brachos at the head, or the beginning, Rosh is both head and beginning. Lekach Meseches Brachos Haskalos Mishisha Sadarim. That is why Mesechta Brachos is the very first Mesechta in all of Shas. The main thing is to know Elokei Avicha. There's a Pasuk where David says to Shlomo, know the, fa- the, the God of your father and serve him. So, you have to know whom you're serving. So, Brachos are at the head of any righteousness, is how Rabzadik is learning the Pasuk. Now, before we continue and learn this very important piece, I just want to get shot in the pocket. It happens too often, in my opinion, that we see these magnificent, magnificent psukim, and we learn a piece about them that may seem like drush, or it may seem like we're taking a few words out of them, and it's maybe the only time we've seen the pasuk sometimes. I know it happened to me many times, where, you know, suddenly I'm reading a haftorah, I'm reading something, hey, I know that pasuk, and where do I know it from, you know, Chassidish Sefer, from somewhere, and it's always important to just know, like, the taich of the pasuk, the translation, the pshat, and, and more often than not, my experience is that there's a way to see the deep and beautiful message that is that is included in in something that's being shared in Drosh or Chassidus as as like a tremendous compliment to the pshat and the pasuk, as 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 opposed to just being yeah we're taking those words and using them to mean something else. Um, I, I, I'm not I'm not finding that as the pshat um, as the right way to learn it. Once I discover the pshat, I find that they go together very beautifully. So says the Malbim. A person who does something just and good, everyone blesses them. Because of the goodness that that person bestows upon others. Right? He spreads goodness. So a person is doing good and nice things. That's brachos l'rosh tzaddik. People give him brachos. They bless him. Pasuk is imagining. It's as if the whole world is out, stretching out their hands upon his head. But the mouths of the evil, of the, of the wicked people, are covered by Hamas, you know, by injustice, by Harasha, the wicked person. Through doing Hamas, that's the opposite of kindness. So Hamas is being defined by the Malbim as the very opposite of kindness. It's cruelty, it's taking advantage of others, it's imposing your will upon others instead of. Not only will people simply refrain from blessing you, they won't just not wish you well and bless you. I mean, this person is going to be seeking to cover over his behavior, which would bring curses and not brachos. Um, now, the gra, I also want to share with you. The Pasuk's magnificent piece in the gra. Brachos to the head of the tzaddik means that the tzaddik the definition of a tzaddik is that he's by definition a person who is constantly blessing others the reason that a tzaddik receives blessings is because he is constantly blessing other people and therefore blessings come to his head 
The mouth of the wicked people will cover itself with Hamas. Why? It covers itself with, with its curses to other people because it always sees the negative in everybody. And it speaks poorly about them and curses them. And you know what happens? A person who sees the world and sees other people that way, that is what Hashem causes to happen to them. And that's also called Hamas. Hamas. Even the person who was stolen from, learns of the Migal, you know, would 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 then curse the person who stole who, who stole from him. When it comes to the tzaddik, it uses the language of rosh of his head, and by the rishayim, the mouth. Why? A good thought, Hashem refines that into a deed. The word here, mitzaref. And the Gemara says mitzaref lemaisa, so there are drush interpretations like mitzaref, like Hashem attaches them. There's famous um, al ideas like that from Arizal. But literally mitzaref is in the lashon like hatsorfin, so that a machshava is an unrefined action. Um, when it gets refined, um, like you might refine silver, then it becomes an action. It has it becomes a real thing instead of a broad theoretical unrefined thing. So, when a person has a good thought, Hashem refines that into a, a maisa, considered a maisa. Therefore, it's the head of the tzaddik. It means immediately when it enters his head, it has that wonderful influence. A wicked person isn't covered in the bad that he's done, in the mean that he's done, until he actually says it, until he curses the person. Because until that point, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't, is, is, is hoping that he'll do tshuva. Okay. So let's continue and finish this oath phase as well in, in Tosefet Sitras HaTzadik, and we'll be well on our way into this magnificent limud. He said, Brachos to the head of the Tzadik, which is why it's the first Masechta in Shas, because Da Eselokeavicha Ve'avdei. Serve, know the father of your, the, the God of your father, and then serve him. You need to know who you're serving. Says Reb Tzadik, this is the reason that we say a bracha before every mitzvah and every behavior. Why do you say a blessing before you study the Torah or pick up a lulav and esrog or something else? To orient, to focus all of your behaviors toward Hashem. That's also true when you're eating a sandwich or something else. As it says, know Hashem in all of your ways. So he assumes that we know this Rambam. And here's the Rambam in Hilchas Deus. Um, it's a somewhat famous Rambam. But if you haven't learned it yet, now it's time to see it. Um, this Rambam says, A person who behaves in a way that's good for his health. If a person's intention is, I want to eat organic foods and healthy things so that I should be healthy. I want children to do their works. I want them to go to college. They're working the family business and help me out. That's not a really good way to behave. A person should take to heart that his body be complete and strong, so that his heart, his mind, his spirit should be in good shape to serve Hashem. It's impossible for a person to truly understand and delve into wisdom 
the Hulu Aedas is really hungry, right? He's at the Chola, he's ill. Or if a person has aches in his body. Person, when he's hoping to have a child, he should be thinking, Maybe my child will be wise, a great person among the Jews. It comes out the person who walks this way all his days. He's serving Hashem all the time. If he's doing business, he's serving Hashem. Boel, a person is engaging in sexual intercourse. Because his thought always is that he should meet the needs of his body. So that his body is complete and he feels good and he's able to serve Hashem. Even if that person is sleeping, if he went to sleep consciously, where he thought for a moment before he went to sleep, I'm going to sleep in order that my mind be at peace and my body be rested, so I don't be sick, and then I won't get, I won't be able to serve Hashem if I'm grumpy, if I'm sick, if I'm in a bad mood, Right? If I were sick, I couldn't serve Hashem. Then sleep for him becomes serving Hashem. This is what our sages said when they taught us anything you do should be Lashem Shemayim. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk. In all of your ways, you should know him. And Hashem will straighten out your path. Or your paths. Okay, so Reb Tzadik said, the reason we make a bracha before each thing is to help us focus on what the Rambam just said. That an entire life, everything in your life, can become Avodah Hashem if only you orient your feelings and your thoughts in the right direction. If you just fell asleep, what a shame, what a wasted opportunity. That's done through brachas. In advance. First, brachos l'roish tzadik. Ukemosha amar hashiur ba. You know, the Gemara says the shiur of chinuch. Talks about a katan sheyodea lemimavarchem. A katan who knows to whom we are making a bracha toward. It doesn't say, when we're talking about a katan who's old enough for chinuch for brachos, it doesn't say a katan who can say the brachas nicely, who can chant them clearly. It doesn't, a youngster, a kid. It says, even if under bar mitzvah, the shiur, right, the appropriate age, is l'yodea lemimavarchem. And he says, all of the mitzvahs, that's not the shir. For example, when it comes to a lulav, it says, katan a child who knows how to properly shake the lulav and esrog. When it comes to tefillin, it says, katan tefillin. a youngster who knows how to guard his tefillin properly, how to care for them. It doesn't say, it doesn't say a kid who knows to whom we put tefillin on for, or anything else. So you see from that, that a bracha is really about to whom we're blessing for. That's what you're doing when you make a bracha. That's why brachos were established. This is the beginning of entering Torah. The beginning of all wisdom is the awareness and the fear of Hashem. The proper way to have what we call Yiras Shamayim is Al Yedei Shivisi Hashem Summit by placing Hashem before us always, constantly. Tamid means consistently, 
over and over again. Like the Korban Tamid was a Korban that happened every morning and every afternoon. I mean, it wasn't a Korban that happened every moment. Tamid doesn't mean constant. It means consistent. Like the Ramah brings from the Rambam and the beginning of Archaim that Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid um, is the Klau Gadol Batari. Hainu, this means brachos. It means saying brachos. Brachos are the Reishis Chachma Yiras Hashem. Brachos Lerosh Tzadik. They come at the beginning. Shekulan Maschilin Belashon Nochach. They all begin talking to Hashem directly. Baruch Atah. We say you! right at the beginning of any blessing Hashem has to be right in front of somebody's eyes your mind's eye a person has to imagine says the tzaddik that Hashem is standing there and commanding you right now you make kiddush you know what happens immediately once a person makes the bracha, Lasha Nistar. Suddenly you say, Elokeinu Melecho, Asher Kiddushan. Suddenly we talk about Hashem in the third person. We're talking Atah Hashem. You Hashem, Elokeinu, Melecho Olam. And then suddenly, Asher Kiddushan, that you, that, that, who commanded us? It goes from the first person of Atah immediately to the third person. Miyad uh, Nelam. Hashem is immediately gone. Moshanema Algoz Lov Yerachef. It says, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu flutters over us like a nesher, like, a, like an eagle who flutters over his eaglets, the little eagles. Nogeya ve'eno nogeya, Rashi says. He touches them, and then he doesn't touch them. He touches them, and then he doesn't touch them. And that's the idea, that there will be inspiration, and then it's over. And there will be inspiration, and then it's over. Kiyadu, as everyone knows, which is just what we said, really, in Os Aleph. That we said that there will be tremendous inspiration, and then it will disappear. The one thing, please don't leave Os Beis and Zilka Satzadik without making a firm commitment in yourself to try one time in your life. I recommend trying it once. Then you can think, do I want to do it more? What Reb Tzadik just says, that before making a bracha on a mitzvah, there's a mitzvah you're going to do. Stop. And when you say Baruch Atah, imagine, like he says, that God is focused on you and has just told you, here's what I expect of you. Put those tefillin on. And then you say, Baruch Atah Hashem. You, Hashem, are the one who commanded me to put these tefillin on. Or whatever the mitzvah is. This is what I'm recommending. Because if Tzaddik says to do it, and we're learning his Sefer, try it one time. Make a note of it, that tomorrow morning you're going to do it, or sometime when you're ready, and try it once. We should do it all the time, of course. But even to try it once, honestly, um, I think is a life-changing proposition. That's the first thing. And I want to make sure that when we see things that he says you're supposed to do, if we're going to learn the Sefer together, my dear friends, let's let's try. Let's try to do it where it's not just learning some abstract concept, but that if there's something that he recommends doing, so we try, we, we, we give it a shot, you know, to, to, to bite off everything he says and do it always is a little bit unrealistic. Some people are at that madriga. I, I don't know that I am. So I'm not going to recommend something that extreme. I want to share with you one more thing, another maramakum, um, to perhaps help us understand this piece that we just said. You know, there's a, a Gemara in, in Masechet's Brachos. It says that a person should make Brachos before 
Teis um, because Kishahu Savea Mivarik Kishahu Roiv Lokal Shakim. The Gemara says that the Torah says that when you're satisfied and full, you're to make brachos. Right? That's Belchalta Vesavata Uveirachta. Says the Gemara, the truth is we can use logic to determine that you have to make bracha rishona as well. Because if Keshehu Mavarich, if when a person is full, he needs to make a bracha. Keshehu Roiv and how much more so when he's hungry. So the question is, what's the logic to that? <laughs> like, where do you, what's the logic to this idea? So it says, the Rizhina. Let's start with Sefer Ner Yisrael from the Rizhina. The following idea. He says, it's, it's, it's Mavur. You guys have heard this before, and the truth is we're sort of seeing it here also. And maybe Rav Tzadik expressed it in a little bit less of a Kabbalistic way. But I'll, first I'll share with you the Kabbalistic language, even though it's, you know, it shouldn't throw us off. That's Ha'alos Nitzotzos. There are sparks of holiness that exist in everything in the world. And the purpose of eating, this is when we make a blessing, is to focus on the fact that when we eat food, we can elevate that physical food to something spiritual and something greater. That animal or plant has sparks of holiness. And you have two choices. You can either just eat the food like an animal and go on with your day, or you can eat in a way that takes the physical and elevates it to a higher level, to something spiritual. Those are the two choices. And that's the purpose of brachos. What brachos do is they help focus and orient us so that we can elevate the nitzotzos. That's the language. Now the truth is, this is the same thing Reb Tzadik said. Only in this piece, Reb Tzadik chose to use the language of the Rambam. The language of the Rambam was a rationalist language um, where he says, right, that uh, very straightforward. I mean, when a person, right, we read together, when a person does a mitzvah, um, so he's doing a mitzvah, when a person's doing something that's not a mitzvah, just being healthy, he says, that is not a good idea. Don't just tell yourself it's a mitzvah to be healthy. Don't say that. The Rambam was not satisfied with that. He says, it has to be, you know why I want to be healthy and get a good night's sleep and get all these things? So I can do mitzvahs and I can be in the right mood and I can be in the right physical health to do mitzvahs and Torah and change the world. I want to have children in order that those children, not just the way that all of us want our children to be healthy and well, that's not sufficient. We should want children, not only so they should be healthy and well, and but in order that they should do good and change. And then everything we're doing, every diaper we change, right? And, uh, and every piece of food that we eat and every time we take a nap or use the facilities or do anything else becomes a path to knowing Hashem. That is the very same concept. Okay. So now it says the original. When a person eats food and the whole time he's eating he wasn't thinking about Hashem, he wasn't thinking about Torah, he wasn't thinking about mitzvahs, he was just shoveling food in his gullet. Right? And then he remembers to bench. So the Torah is telling you that even if in the moment you didn't remember to think enough about what you were doing, you can still go back and at the end of the meal, while well, the food is still filling your stomach, it's not 72 minutes or wherever the shear is exactly, right? You can go back and bench and elevate the sparks. So, says the Rishnan, if after you've already filled yourself up and you're just remembering the food and it's just satisfying you, you can make a bracha. And manage to elevate them. Kishuhu roiv lokoshkin. Imagine if even before you eat, you entered that experience with the plan to elevate your behavior. Kolshkin. How much more so? That's a magnificent way to understand that Gemara. And 
in my opinion, my dear friends, this is everything of what is saying. And with this, we'll finish the entrance to Avodah Hashem. Just to chazik. Os Aleph, Hefli Bechipazon, Mitzrayim, right, was left Bechipazon, but then Pesach Doros was Messinos Vila'at, it was Seder, it was organized, it was in, an, in a peaceful way. Because you have to serve Hashem with passion and love, but you have to organize that love. Heviani el besayayim is ahava, but it's out of order because ava mekalkelos is hashura. Love causes things to get all out of whack and all busy and all crazy, and it requires seder and organization to follow it subsequently. Brachos belosh sadik meseches brachos is now the beginning of all avodas Hashem for the Jewish people because meseches brachos teaches us the concepts of how to see that Hashem is the one commanding us. And, secondly, says the Tzaddik, how to orient all of our behavior toward Hashem so that everything else that we do within our lifetime is organized. It's Masudr. It's for a purpose. It's not just doing a whole bunch of different details and things. Um, that is the first and second os of Sefer Tzivkas HaTzaddik. I am deeply grateful to all of you for joining me to learn. And we look forward to continuing this magnificent journey with you. Wishing everybody a wonderful and amazing good evening. Have I said something to add? Yes, if you'd like to ask something or add something, by all means. I have to say, you have my brush.